We're going to survive. Today, we celebrate our Independence Day. You've grown with it. Hey, Mo. So stoked to finally be on your show. Um, I've been listening since I was 12, and I'm 22 now. You've cried with it. I wasn't gonna. I wasn't thinking I was gonna cry at this, but I did. And at the heart of it all are the calls. Pinuntahan ko yung girl sa workplace niya. Sinabuyan ko sa ng coffee. Oh my God, you're fucking serious. Yeah, hot coffee. Yes. And did you get arrested? Yeah, I, they brought me to the police. The people, real people, you. Are you sad or frustrated that you've not had a boyfriend? I'm frustrated because I know I'm not ugly. Is it because I'm congested? Is that why? You know, here's the problem. You're 5'10 and you like Asian guys. That's a problem. Through the decade, this podcast has united Filipinos all over the world. We'll go to Dubai and talk to Olan, who is on the show. Hi, Olan. In Johannesburg, Toronto, we'll go Canada, to Milan, Italy. Valerie in Los Angeles. We'll go down under to Sydney, Australia, Australia Germany, Germany, Las Vegas. Mackenzie is in Vancouver, Canada. Hey, Mackenzie. Vienna, Austria, in New York City. London, you are in Quezon City. Bohol. It's Andy from Crazy Cebu on the program tonight. Some are bigger than life. Leia Salonga. Let's all give a round of applause, guys. Here in the Hi, Leia. Thanks for being here. Derek Ramsey on the show. What's up, Derek? Thanks for being here, man. Finally. Finally. Kiefer Ravenna. What's up, Kiefer? What's up? What's up? Hello. Good evening. Kiefer, please welcome the amazing Karen Davila on the show. Hey, oh, Karen, my thanks God. For being here. Let's say hi to the beautiful Georgina Wilson. Thanks hi, for being here. Hi, everyone. This podcast is amazing. Many are just everyday people. Of course, the, the usual Netflix and I don't know. Netflix and Tite is the usual. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Netflix in Pirao. All right. GTWM has been the gold standard of Philippine podcasting. Hi, this is Lady Gaga. Good times with Mo, Philippine genius. But it is you that makes this show go. We're not here to take part. We're here to take over. Welcome to GTWM 2020 with your host... The Philippine Genius. DJ Mo Twister. All right, welcome to the podcast. It is a Saturday afternoon, Saturday night, wherever you are around the world. You're listening to Good Times and Mo, the podcast, season seven, episode number 62, on this 4th of July. Uh, my name is Mo. It's nice to have you guys here. Phone number is plus one two three four two three one sixty six hundred. You can get me on Instagram and on Twitter, which is at DJ Mo Twister. The Facebook page is GTWM Podcast, and you can send me a message. We can talk about anything: love, life, sex, an interesting topic that you might have in your mind that you want to get off your chest. You have found this venue, the right venue, for you to give me a call, or I'll call you, and let's uh, let's talk about it for the next two hours or so. Again, if you're in the U.S., happy 4th of July. It's Independence Day. If you're not in the U.S., well, it's just a normal Saturday in uh, July. So thanks for hanging out. Uh, before we take some of these calls, I want to remind people, please pick five of your friends that I want you to recommend this show to. Just go, oh, hey, have you heard uh, GTW on the podcast? Yeah, they talk about a bunch of shit, man. Uh, life, love, sex, politics, sports, anything that you might be interested in, you can find your place here on the show. 
And yeah, pick five of your friends to spread the word, and I would definitely uh, appreciate that. We have calls from Australia, Philippines, and the U.S. We'll go Melbourne, Manila, Bulacan, and then we'll end up in San Francisco. Three girls, one guy, all lined up, ready to go here this weekend. There's a lot to talk about, and I'll get to some of that uh, throughout the show, but let's go ahead and knock out our first call of this afternoon. Next call. Let's talk to our first caller and talk to Alex. Alex is 29 years old. She is in Melbourne, Australia. Alex, you called the show last year, episode number 84. I do recall, I mean, I remember you very vividly. Uh, Look at your photo. I remember who you are. Um, You moved to Australia, I believe you called last year, and you were new, and you had sex with some local dude and the condom broke, right? Yes, that was me. Yeah. So Hi. you're not pregnant, I'm assuming, then, yes? Of course. There's no yeah. baby in the background running around or anything like that. No, no. Perfect. No. Sounds good. Okay. So it's been a year, or, you know, a little bit less than a year since you've been on the show. Um, welcome back. Well, what's, what's going on? What do you want to talk about? Uh, thank you. Um, it's, um, yeah, it's been almost a year. It's, uh, it's been really great. I think I've I've been able to like settle down and build my life here. Sure. Like I got a job. Awesome. Um, what do you do? I have a, I I work for the arts. Okay. Uh, so I do marketing for an arts organization. Okay. Um, I'm still in uni, and um, I finally got my own place three weeks ago. So you awesome. know, I feel like I'm getting the motion running and starting building my life. Um, I have friends and stuff. So I wanted to talk about someone else some guy another yep. guy yeah so so uh the thing is this guy i met him during like, those early days like um when i just got here in melbourne um i think it was around august and he was undeniably like the best sex i've ever had wait, like, wait this oh is my God. this is the guy you're talking about right now yes okay yes. so the guy you met him uh some time ago yeah, my, around, siguro around, I uh, got here August or September. Yeah. Just like the early, the earlier days where I just got here and I was on Tinder and I wanted to like explore the city and get to know people. So okay. I, I met him and I think we went out and it was like the best sex. He was, he was at that time, I really thought that he was like a really great guy. He was in law school okay. and uh, he likes Russian literature and you know when we talk he's like he's very padeep ganyan and then so I kind of have when he didn't call me back I kind of thought ah it's because you know he's too good for me ganyan 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 right 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 so so you know I went on with my life and during this lockdown um, I would see him all the time because of course it's Tinder so malapit lang yung ano Yung, yung the geographic, geographical part, right, yeah. So you yeah. still see him on so, Tinder during the lockdown? I, I'm not on Tinder anymore. Okay. Um, I mean, like, I physically see him in places I go to. Oh, Like, okay. I was buying Thai food, he was there. I was getting bagels, he was there. So, you know, like, oh, okay, hi. Um, and it wasn't awkward naman. Because I think it's, there's, it's been some time after we slept together and like, okay, whatever. Um, but then I saw him on Bumble and, yep. you know, we kind of chatted. So like, oh, hey, I know you. And then it's like, oh, you want to meet up? I know you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Hey, I know you. I fucked you. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Hey, I know you. I, I think I swallowed your yeah. cum. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> 
this yeah, is so this is like, not the guy with the condom that broke though, right? This is a different no, guy. No, no, okay. this is a different guy. Yeah. 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 Although right. you know what, they were both lawyers. That's so funny. Oh, they maybe have a pattern. Maybe that's your <laughs> shit. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, um, so you guys struck up a conversation on Bubble again after yeah, all these yeah. months. All right. Mm-hmm. And and then you know we decided to meet up at some park because um, well we're we're no longer locked down. Well. Some parts are went back to lockdown, but we're no longer in lockdown, and we okay. decided to go for a walk and stuff. And you know, when I, I and I told this to my friends, and I was super excited, and they were like, "Oh my god!" So, do you think you're gonna be like, "You're it, there's a chance that you guys are gonna start dating?" And yet, and I was like, "You know, I don't think so because I, think so I never, yeah, because I think he's like he's really, you know, he's I'm not like the kind of girl he would like. So, I I put him in a pedestal, right? And then, but, and I said, but, you know, it's the best sex I've ever had. But sure, sure. If, if it comes a time that we see each other and we're both available, I'd do it. Yeah. yeah. Right? So, so would I. I met, I met up with him. And, um, and then we talked and then, you know, the usual. And then I realized while we were talking, like, oh, my God, I cannot believe I thought so highly of this guy when he is just so full of shit. Like, okay, well, what oh happened? Wait, wait, first of all, do me a favor. When was this? When did you guys meet up? Because I know you said you're no longer in lockdown, so I'm assuming this was recently. Yeah, last Saturday. Okay, perfect. Okay, so... Last Saturday. Okay, last perfect. Saturday. So then we're, yeah. we're just... Yeah, we're a week away from, say, Saturday. Um, yeah. And what made him now all of a sudden full of shit? Um, number one, all the things that he did while we were together the first time, like a couple of months, months back, you know, like... The things leading up to the first kiss, the 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 conversations, it's all just the same. And you're kind of thinking, my God, this guy has a style. And, you know. What are you talking about? Like, you mean what you were experiencing in the park last Saturday was the same mm-hmm. moves that you saw in August when you fucked him for the first time. That's what you're saying. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because, so, you so know, there's we, a style. Right. We, okay. we also dated before we eventually had sex. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. it's all just the same. Okay. All right. Yeah, it's all just the same. And then, you know, he, he might be going through a hard time, you know, because it's a lockdown. A lot of people have lost their jobs. So I, I'm kind of asking him, so what do you want to do with your life now? It's like, I don't know. I think I have like a Peter Pan complex and stuff. And the thing is, he, he, we, both, we both like reading books and he would always quote the books that he reads sure. and then the first time i was like my god this guy's super smart and then i realized this guy is he has peter pan complex he just doesn't want to grow up and you know he but so is he fascinated. really smart or is he bullshitting that part is he is he tom rodriguez in tom rodriguez in this if you know the reference um he, tom rodriguez the actor the very famous actor in the philippines who likes to, I think, build himself as intelligent. Is he, is he the one like I can, I can yeah. tell you the value of pie. Yeah, he's the yeah, yourself? he's he's yeah. the pie guy, right? He's like he'll yeah. go up to all the girls and go, I could do three point one four and one hundred digits of pie, and he thinks yeah. at the time it's impressive. If you don't know that that's his move, it's impressive. Oh uh-huh. wow, well, well, look at this. Yeah, pogi pogi pucha utak, and then you start realizing, wait, wait a minute, this is like a scam. <laughs> This is, yeah, I, I don't know. I think Tom Rodriguez is kind of a. though, not with the body, but with the mind, and trying yeah. to wow you with some superficial, pretend intelligence. And then if you ever see his interviews, he'll talk about like space and astronomy and and the the, the you know the heavens and all of that. And 
You sit uh-huh. there and you go, God, this guy's full of shit. I mean, you, it, it, it's a Franco Mabanta thing as well. If you, if you see Franco Mabanta, very yeah. articulate. We'll try to uh-huh. wow you with all of this you know, deep vocabulary bullshit. And then when you actually sit there and take a step back, you go... Hey, putang, you know, this, this is all is nonsense. <laughs> like you're yeah, so full of shit. Precisely. He was quoting me, um, uh, Doctor Shivago, like which is a book I haven't read it. And he was saying something like, "Oh, it's like they were meeting each other." He likes reading all this like Russian love stories and whatnot. Sure, sure. And you know, like when I was like meeting him the first time, I felt a bit insecure because I also like to read. But I'm like, oh my god, I don't appreciate literature that much. And then like I'm sitting back and looking at him, I'm like. My God, you can just quote all the Russian literature that you want, but do you have a job right now? <laughs> well, and, and, and not just that, because you know I, because I, I think I think what's good about people who, and I mean this in a bad way, what's good about, say, the Tom uh-huh. Rodriguez's of the world is that they're going to quote you something impressive, but you have mm-hmm. no way to realize whether they're fucking telling the truth or not because nobody cares. Like, nobody mm-hmm. cares about pie. Okay. Yeah. And if you gave me 100 digits after pi, I'm not going to fact check you if the yeah. 47th digit, right, right. Yeah, the 47th <laughs> digit that you gave me, if that was in fact true, I'm not going to fact yeah. check that. I don't give a fuck. Like, it means nothing. But yet, fine. Yeah. If you want me to tell you you're impressive for your own ego, then fine, uh-huh. Tom. Congratulations. You're fucking amazing. Yeah. That's the same thing yeah. maybe with Russian literature. Now, now unless you're Russian, better we're not. Uh-huh. Of the 17th century, right? So he can completely come up with a meme. He can give you a a quote from a meme he saw with Kermit Mm. the Frog last week and tell you, you know, the great Ivan uh, or Alexis the (laughs) blah, 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 (laughs) wrote this in 1614. (laughs) And it was a Kermit the Frog meme. And we would never know. Yeah, Yeah, that's true. Right? That's true. He's just trying to fuck you. Okay, continue. Sorry. It's okay. Um, yeah, so, so that was that was it. Um, but, you know, we still slept together because, as <laughs> I, I remember, it was, the best he, it was really, it was really good. You know what? Okay, side story. The first time I slept with him, and that, this is what he was so memorable. The first time I slept with him, I was going out. We were going down the stairs um, uh, to go out after sex. And I kid you not, I fell down the stairs. Wow. Like, he, he, he fucking hit you that hard, huh? <laughs> No, I don't know, but it was just that memory of me like going, like falling down his staircase. I'm like, oh my god, this is so embarrassing. But anyway, well, yeah, no, yeah, he, <laughs> he hit, he hit it that hard. And listen, again, let's go back. Sorry, I keep bringing back just to Tom Rodriguez yeah. and like the hardest uh-huh. guys of the world. I'm sure in bed, they, they're, they're they're fit guys. I'm sure they can perform like fucking madness. You know, they're yeah. they're, they're, they're hunky guys. But mm-hmm. what what de- what devalues them is that shtick they have. That stupid high bullshit or this in this case Russian literature it's like you don't even need that you should tell them like you know you don't need it I'm here for your dick I'm not here for your stupid <laughs> fucking knowledge of whatever, whatever fucking what was Russia called back in the old days it was called some other kind Prusha? of name yeah Prusha I don't need no Prusha yeah. bullshit yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just want to fall down the stairs yeah. again later right <laughs> Jesus let's go <laughs> Okay. Anyway, yeah. so so you you fucked him again the other on Saturday. This is so last Saturday yeah. you, you had sex with him. Yeah, again. last okay. Saturday. All right, all right. Continue. And he texted me again yesterday, like, "Oh, you know, how has your week been? Are you keen to meet up uh, to hang out um, Sunday evening?" And I'm like, "Oh my god, I already know you're full of shit, but right. my god, but right, <laughs> the, the sex is really right, good." Right. The pic- and pic- I think it's it. because you know his 
he's South American and he um you know he's a lover. He said that too. It's like yeah. you know when I have sex, I don't just like ice cold sex. I go hot and heavy, and it's because I'm South American. You know, I'm a sure. lover, sure. which is true. Yeah, so like, where okay, where 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 is he I from? In South, where is he? Is he Venezuelan or what, what is he? He's Chilean. Chilean. He okay. grew up here. Sure. His parents are Chilean, but okay. you know he speaks Spanish. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So. Uh, yeah, so that's that's him. That's uh, that's that's what he said. He doesn't yesterday. have the Chilean accent. He's like, I'm from Santiago, Chile, and it's just no, like, no, uh, no. It's all it's Australian. No, because he grew he grew up here. Ah, but okay. then when he speaks Spanish, you know, you head, know, yeah. when he said like, yeah, he was like, oh, have you been to Colombia? You know, the people yeah. from you know when you're right, right. Or, have you're you been to person. Colonia? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, Cartagena. Right, right. Like, oh, okay. Have you? Have you? <laughs> like, I don't so he's got the, he's got the Australian accent. Hello, hello. Um, uh, what's your name again? Hello, Alex. Have you ever been to Medellin? Medellin, Colombia. <laughs> yeah, like that. Santiago, <laughs> Chile. And like, it's switching, it's switching accents. Right. Um, it's, it's correct, but and it sounds so pretentious. In my it does head. because like, but, I don't okay, say but, Cartagena. I say Cartagena. Right, but, but at the same time, it's like you and I, of course. So, so our English is yeah. You can tell where we come from in Manila, right? You and I, or in the mm-hmm. Philippines, because our English is, yeah. is a different kind of English. And if we uh-huh. started saying to our friends, or for like our, say your Australian friends or my American friends who know nothing about the Philippines, and if they were yeah, like, yeah. so Alex, where are you from in the in, in the Philippines? And you're like, oh, well, you know, like, okay, so I'm from Manila. And um, yeah. I, it's like, okay, what the hell just happened there? Like, uh, you yeah, know, yeah. For, for a few seconds, he just went ethnic on me. Um, yeah. Okay, so... So anyway, regardless, you, you you get I get it. I get you've painted a picture. He's not everything you thought he was in August. Yeah. However, mm-hmm. physically he's still elite. Um, yeah. He did you say he's asked you out again for this weekend? So obviously, for right? You obviously yeah. then you know that that's for more sex. Mm-hmm. Is is your question here tonight whether you should go or not? Yeah, because there's another thing because I am turning a new page. Because I realized, okay, I'm done with like dating around. I yeah. really want to look for a serious relationship now, and I've been really good. Like, you know, I've been gone. I've gone on the dates where I didn't ghost, and um, I I would tell the person, I don't, I don't think this is gonna work. And you know, like my focus now, and I think this is why I was able to to point out this shit because like my focus now is like just really looking for a consistent and serious right, relationship right, right. Um, because I feel like I've already built the life for myself and I want to be able to have something more stable right yes, now. Yeah, makes sense. So, but doing this again on Sunday with him and that's my question. One, am I officially entering a FUBU relationship because I've never been in one okay. and two, is it, a wise idea because you know this is just something that it's not what I plan. I mean, like it's not going to be a serious relationship. I right. know I don't right. see him that way. Right, right. So I want to like focus my energy on looking for the right person, but then I'm fucking this guy. So yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, so here's my answer, yeah. and and I just want to br- throw it out here before I forget what my answers are because sometimes again this all mm-hmm. happens in real time for me. So yeah. the first answer is shit. Well, the first question was, uh, are you entering a fuck buddy relationship? Yeah, possibly, possibly. Yeah. And and there's nothing really wrong with that where you are in your life. Mm-hmm. I'm going to disagree that I think you can still have sex with this guy when you want to and it not be a problem finding somebody. Because the moment mm-hmm. you start finding somebody, then you can just give up this uh, fucking Latin yeah. lover bullshit, right? 
Um, mm-hmm. But in the meantime, while you haven't found anybody, then yeah, absolutely avail of it if, if for, for the physical aspect of it. I mean, if you truly mm-hmm. are satisfied sexually by him and mm-hmm. he's down the street because that's what he uh-huh. is, right? Um, yeah. <laughs> I don't mind you availing of this promo once <laughs> every two weeks, maybe. Um, yeah. and, and what's good, and you brought it up, and I was going to say this also, is that there's no real threat of you falling in love because yeah, he's such a fucking pretentious bullshitter, <laughs> right? So <laughs> yeah. there's no like, okay, I might develop feelings for him. He's just kind of too gross for that. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. But if he's good to look at and he's tasty mm-hmm. in the bedroom, I'm mm-hmm. okay with you seeing him until somebody else fruitful comes around. So, okay. yes, on the fuck buddy relationship, you have the green light from me because you have protection. And your protection mm-hmm. is, yeah, he's, so, he's so kind of irritating that you're protected. Yeah. You're, so pr- you're protected against falling in love, which is the, the, the biggest problem in fuck buddy relationships yeah. is when somebody develops yeah. feelings. Um, yeah. And again, I don't, think, I don't think you banging him hurts your chances finding somebody else. Mm-hmm. I think it's just good for the physical, you know, the physical benefits that you get out of it. Mm-hmm. And if you're falling down the stairs because your orgasms are great <laughs> and he's willing to supply that, I, yeah. I'm, I'm all for it. You're not cheating on okay. anybody. He's not in a relationship, I'm assuming. He's not married, he's not. doesn't have a girlfriend, so no harm, no foul. Yeah. Okay. No, I, I wouldn't go every week, maybe, just mm-hmm. to kind of, I don't know, um, leave face your... Face it out. Well, yeah. no, not face <laughs> it out. How about this? Uh-huh. Every, every, I'm not saying go out and, and walk the streets and look for a boyfriend, but if, if you concentrate on turning the corner every weekend or every day of mm-hmm. the week, and you're going mm-hmm. to include this boy in your life, just don't make it so routine. Because okay. that's kind of where it might develop. Not de- not develop, because I know he's so ill to develop. But <laughs> it just yeah. I don't want him to be a routine, a part of the schedule. Mm-hmm. Because your okay. your schedule right now is making the best life for Alex possible, and mm-hmm. if he finds a space in that calendar regularly, then parang you know okay, I you maybe you're not you're not going to turn the corner as quickly as you would because there's a there's a repetitive thing mm. there that holds you back maybe okay maybe mm-hmm. that's not even guarantee uh, but okay. if but if you want the sex alex take it it's there it's available it's you know and it's it it doesn't mean you're not it doesn't mean you're like hoeing yourself out it doesn't mean you're um even going that backwards. I, I don't even think you're going backwards at all. It's, hey, it's mm-hmm. available. Take it. Fuck it. Yeah. Okay. Just as long as you don't mm-hmm. have a boyfriend, just as long as he doesn't have a girlfriend, I really don't. Yeah. It's, it's victimless. Mm-hmm. Okay. 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 Yeah. And, 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 That's and, cool. Yeah. And maybe you can tell him like, hey, just can we, can we relax on the Russian literature? <laughs> like, I'm going to come over on Sunday, <laughs> but I, can we not talk about Russian literature as much as anymore? Can, like, we, can not we talk about Yeah. Russian can we talk literature. something else? Like teach me, teach me how to speak Spanish or something. But you know, yeah, I, I don't, yeah enough of the Russian lit. Yeah, if, if he was just, uh, you know, when when I because last time we did it, we did it in his house, and you know, it was just all so movie like. Like he grabbed his guitar and played a couple of chords, and then oh. he showed me how to play the uke. And I was like, oh my god, this is just so 
It's a great like, first impression, though. It is yeah, really mm-hmm. again when when Tom does the one hundred digits of pi, and you don't know uh-huh. that it's a it's a scam. It is like uh-huh. oh my god, angeling, and then. <laughs> And then he'll ask somebody else, and then he'll ask someone else, and then you'll see it on TV in an yeah, interview. Yeah, precisely. And then you're like, I pooch. Yeah. Yeah, it took me a, a third day to realize, like, oh my God, yeah, you've been doing this to me again, and I bet you you've been doing this to other girls. So what's so special about you know the Tevsky? So. I bet you. Listen, <laughs> I'll, I'll test them out. Maybe, maybe not anymore. But if it was last weekend. In the middle uh-huh. of sex, if you asked him what your name was, I bet you uh-huh. he would have not known. <laughs> Honestly, I bet you he would have not known because he's so robotic in his ways. It's yeah. so self-centered and self-gratification that I yeah. bet you he probably didn't know your name last Saturday. I think it'll change <laughs> this Saturday because he's messaged uh-huh. you throughout the week. But I'm yeah. willing to put a good chunk of money as a bet. That if you guys were in middle of doggy style and you go, hey, um, Miguel. Say my name. Yeah, what's my name? <laughs> He'd be like, oh, uh. <laughs> Olga? <laughs> would have been some shit. But let's try it anyway. Let's try it this Saturday, uh, this Saturday, Sunday, or whatever day it is. Uh, let's see. Let, let's see. Ask him to say your name. I bet you he. There's a better chance he'll know, but I wouldn't be surprised if he fucks that one up. <laughs> okay. Right, okay. Cool. That would be a fun experiment. Yeah. yeah. All right, Alex. Enjoy, and um, if it ever gets Thank complicated, you. let me know, and then you know we can we can tackle it again. All right. Okay, cool. Right, cool. Thank you. And congratulations you. for your engagement. I appreciate that. Thank you very much. <laughs> Good luck to you there. Okay. And I'm glad that you're establishing yourself uh, positively in Melbourne. Thank you. Stay safe. Thank All right. you. Bye, Alex. Okay, bye. Okay, um, we will take a break. When we come back, we have another Alex. Two Alex, both females, both in their 20s. But uh, our next one is going to be in Manila. You are listening to Good Times with Mother Podcast. Season 7, episode number 62, brought to you by Sharp Philippines. Don't go away back after this. Worldwide, it's Good Times with Mo, the podcast. Have a question? Message Mo on Twitter or Instagram at DJ Mo Twister. Or check out GTWM Podcast on Facebook. GTWM is brought to you by Sharp Philippines. Hey, Good Timers. Let's talk about Sharp Philippines for a second. Now, even before they came around on this podcast, I've been a Sharp customer. Why? Well, because I'm looking for that sweet spot of high performance and value. You do the research. Go on your favorite tech review site. I like CNET in particular. And what I find are positive reviews for what I'm looking for. Let me tell you what that is. I'm looking for something that I, my wife, my kids, Lucas, Amsterdam can enjoy. The Android games on the TV are big for them. They are more into gaming than they are into, say, sports or TV series. So the Android TV offers them a new way to play. Now, I'm big on resolution. Whether it be to watch sports or my favorite TV series, I want it as clear as possible, and this is Sharp's calling card. Ultra high definition, baby. It's just so fulfilling knowing that my important TV time is also giving me the best picture quality around. And it doesn't stop there with viewing TV. Compatibility is another thing that's really important with me. I like to control my TV with apps that I already have on my iPhone and the iPad. The built-in Chromecast lets me cast movies from my laptop as well. So that compatibility with gadgets, super plus. Now sure, size matters, as we say on the podcast, but that's why I like Sharp 60-inch 4K ultra high definition TV 
TV. But all of those features I'm talking about comes in sizes like 45 inches and 50 inches if that fits your house or your room better. So be original with Sharp and truly enhance your alone time, your family time with the very best that technology offers at a price point that's really good for you. This is my Sharp testimonial. I spend a lot of time at home. You guys know this. I'm not the one who goes out partying or does the outdoor stuff too much. I want to make sure my investments into my home time are really the best ones, and Sharp checks those boxes for me. I'm sure it'll do for you. Now let's get back to the podcast. Worldwide, it's Good Times with Mo, the podcasts. Have a question? Message Mo on Twitter or Instagram at DJ Mo Twister. Or check out GTWN Podcast on Facebook. GTWM is brought to you by Sharp Philippines. We are back on the podcast. You are listening to Good Times and Mo, the podcast, season seven, episode number 62, brought to you by Sharp Philippines. Speaking of Sharp Philippines, I haven't talked about some of the shows out there right now. We usually kind of touch base with you guys regarding what you're watching, what's new, what's out there, what's interesting, Netflix, Amazon, Apple TV, all of it. Um, I believe... Uh, gosh, what was that? There's a, I think that Tom Hanks movie that I was really pumped up about called The Greyhound. That's coming out this week. Hamilton came out, the musical, on uh, Disney+. Plus. If you've never seen Hamilton with Lin-Manuel Miranda, I believe is his name, uh, it is really, really good. I suggest you check it out. Again, Disney+, Plus has Hamilton that came out this week. Uh, Hannah, the, the little girl ass-kicking movie Hannah with... Um, who was in that? The, the Australian guy was in Hannah. He played uh, Incredible Hulk one time, too. Uh, Bana? Eric Bana, I think his name is. Uh, that was the movie with... God, I can't, believe, I can't believe I forgot that actress's name. She's so amazing. The one from Lady Bird. But then there's a TV show that came out. I believe this is season number two. That's pretty good. That's out. Uh, the Outpost, if you're into the military thing, uh, that dropped yesterday as well as... The Outpost, uh, no, that, that, that's the one, the, the Old Guard, I mean, that's the Charlize Theron movie that's coming out this week as well. So there's a lot dropping in your streaming services, and make sure that you have a sharp, high-definition, ultra-high-definition TV to watch all the great stuff out there. Dark is another one. I know people have been messaging me saying, hey, how come you don't talk about Dark, which is on Netflix? Season 3, I think the wrap-up season came out, and uh, I, I, I hear such great things about this show. It's in German. I watched maybe the first three or four episodes when season one came out some time back. And it's horror-ish, kind of horror-ish type of um, show. It's interesting. I just, for some reason, I think there's so many things going on shows-wise back then that I did not end up you know, investing in dark. But I'm just hearing amazing review after amazing review. So if you're looking for a dark-ish, pun intended, show... Check out Netflix's Dark. It's in German, obviously subtitled, but I'm really hearing it is the fucking best show out there right now for Netflix. Once you've gotten through, of course, the classics like Money Heist and you know all the big ones, Ozark and whatnot, that if you're looking for another big, big one, Dark seems to be the shit. But yeah, so lot, lot, lot to go, uh, lot to watch this week on the streaming services. Okay, let's take our next call here. Next call. Let's talk to Alex, who's 26 years old. Sorry, 25 years old, Alex is. She's in Manila, and she's on the show now. Hi, Alex. Thanks for being here. 
Hi, Mo. Thank you for reading my message. Yeah, sorry I'm to make sorry excited to make you. Here. Thank you. I'm excited to have you. I'm sorry I made you older by one year, but yeah, I'll, I'll put you back down no, to 25. Okay. I'm, I'm 26 this year anyway. Ah, okay, perfect. So, uh, how long have you been listening to the show? Oh, just actually, uh, nope. just this lockdown. Yeah. No shit, really? Okay. Hey, welcome. Uh, uh, funny, uh, because I read, well, oh, congratulations on your engagement. Thank actually. you, thank you. Right, thanks. But, but, yeah, what's the funny story? Uh, I, I read the Rappler article, and then I was so curious about y- your proposal. Then I read it, then I went to Spotify, then that's it. <laughs> I have a question. Did, 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 you, did you know who I was before all of that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah, okay. I know you. All right. Well, hey, thanks. So, uh, well, you have brought yourself here, though, because now of your love life. So, what do you got? What do you want to talk about? Uh, well, since listeners enough for three months, I yep. think it's, uh, and I think you're smart. You give sound advice. Thank you. I just want I try. to share the problem that I have. Maybe sure. get a different perspective with no bias because I also consulted this one with my friends. Okay, so, I'm kind of intrigued what they're going to say as well. Um, but tell me the story and then let's talk about it. And then I also want to hear what your friends say because obviously your friends might give better advice than me because they know you. Um, they know your mannerisms. Yeah, and I think, they, you know, these, I think like it's somehow biased because they know me. Right, exactly. No, exactly. Yeah. No, you're you're hundred percent right. That's why, yes, calling a show like this I think could be valuable for you and also telling your friends could be valuable because you can listen to all sides and then just concoct your own plan on how to go about it. Uh, but I'll tell you right now, my advice is better than your friends because they're young. <laughs> Kidding. All right, let's go. Well so t- so tell me about your boyfriend or the guy you're seeing or the girl you're seeing or whatever. Yeah, he's my boyfriend. Joe okay. we're a new couple actually, just six months. Okay, so half of the time you guys have been, I'm assuming, spent away from each other because of COVID. Correct. Actually right. two months. Two months okay. long. <laughs> All right. So my my wife and I met last March, but before before this whole lockdown happened in the Philippines. So the first two months apart, I can say that we are doing well. We we find ways to communicate always. Video calls, uh, sabay pa nga po kami magworkout, kumain, kung ano ano nang kaklinihan actually. But before, sorry, it's just so I'm clear. Before the lockdown, you are actually doing things together in person. This is not a online no, thing. No, not an online thing. Okay, so you actually met him in person. I, I don't know. No, in yung lockdown lang, medyo sabay na parating nagbigay ni call. But okay. before, wala mas hindi hindi ganon ka structure. Well, so sorry, sorry. But let let me rephrase my question. Before the lockdown, you have in fact met him in person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah, I just, I just so we're clear. My master's class. Okay, good. Because you're saying video calls and all of that stuff. And I, I just don't know if this no. is a guy that you met online or if it's LDR or no, whatever. No, 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 no. Okay, so you are, no. you guys are a real couple before the whole lockdown <laughs> happened. All right, continue. Yeah, yeah. So, the first two months of lockdown, things are going well at first. No, una, parang excited pa kami. Kailan kami magkita. It is only on the third month. Parang wala na masyadong restrictions sa travel within the metro. I live in Makati. He lives in Las Minas. Then I thought, wala nang travel restrictions. No need for a quarantine pass. I thought, okay, then we can get to meet 
then it turns out ay pala niya muna magkita because of this pandemic, COVID-19. So, actually, his mom is a cancer survivor, 2017. Right, okay. That, that's the there, there's, yeah, there's the reason. Yeah. Right, okay. Yun yung hugot niya. Then, he never leaves the house since March, since lockdown, even yep. for yep. grocery whatsoever. Then, he doesn't want to meet me. Yun lang. Then, kahit, then, ang dami ko nang nailatag. July ngayon, then, June, ang dami ko nang nailatag na, oh, baka we can meet here or there, or if you're here, if napaparanig ka, we can wear masks, ganyan. So, it turns out na it's a no. So, yeah, yeah. we fought we fought four times about this issue. And I, I think he's also having a hard time to, with this new normal. Sure, sure. And I, or maybe because of the trauma he, he had, 2017, I don't know. With his I just don't, um, yeah, I don't know what to do. Is it not important to see your significant other? Or actually, I'm thinking maybe I'm just being selfish. Okay, so the word selfish is kind of too strong of a word, I think, for you to fall under. But this is something you need to understand is very important. Okay, so it's not selfish because I sympathize. You miss him. You want to spend time with him. You're a couple and couples want to do things together and you haven't seen him for the great majority of your relationship. <laughs> now you have not even seen him. Um, and what, what I want you to understand, Alex, is just because the restrictions are lessened, it doesn't mean that it's safer out there. In fact, I, I believe, from, in my opinion, it's more dangerous out there. Uh, you can follow, say, tweets from... Uh, Sherwin Gachalian, I believe, was who you know, Senator Gachalian, and then you know, Senator uh, Escudero Chis, well, not a senator, but used to be, mm-hmm. yeah, who before the restrictions were lifted messaged out there that this is not under control, that the reason why we're lifting the sanctions or sorry, not sanctions, the restrictions, the, the reason why we're, we're uh, uplifting the, these restrictions is for economic reasons only, meaning the country has to survive economically. Uh, so we need to be able to let you guys go out um, and work and do things and commerce and all of that. But you're on your own was basically what it said. Bahala kayo sa buhay niyo. So don't mistake in the restrictions with safety. It is not safer. In fact, again, in my opinion, it's more dangerous because these restrictions have been lifted. Um, and I would completely try to understand your boyfriend's mentality about it, which is my mentality right now about it. If I had a cancer survivor mom in 2017 that I love and that I cherish and that I have promised to do to myself, I've promised myself that I will do everything I can to keep her safe. Yes, Alex, I'm sorry. We are not going to meet and it's going to be for now indefinitely. Now, in, now, let's not also mistake it indefinitely with forever, right? Um <laughs> Let's not even mistake in what we're going through right now as the new normal. I don't think, because I know you said the new normal, which is a very popular phrase that everybody's talking about. And this is not the new normal. We are not at the new normal yet. 
I think the new normal is when we've got some kind of stability with what this virus is doing to society. And right now, I don't think we're stable. I think we're too volatile. I think it's too spiky in its uh, numbers and its in, in its infections that this is not yet the normal. We are still learning how to cope and adapt and survive. So you have two solutions here, my dear, in my opinion. Number one is to treat this as an LDR for now. I know. Okay, because yeah. that's what it is. And LDRs are difficult. LDRs sometimes, most of the time, fail. But you should still try it because Makati's Las Piñas isn't so bad. It's the, it's the virus that's making this long distance. Or number two, which is a little bit more bold, is you can talk to him and say, what if I go to your house, quarantine in a room for two weeks, get tested, if not for two weeks, get tested, and then I will stay with you, quarantine for the, for the, you know, if, indefinitely. Now that's really hard, excuse me, that's really hard to pull off because you might have work, you might have to go to work, you might have to do things that puts you outside, and he's not, he's not going to allow that. Now, kung work from home ka, baka kaya pa. Yeah. Pero baka, yeah. di ba, yung, pa, yung pamilya mo rin, okay lang ba? You know? Na-mention ko din nata sa kanya yan. But I think we're too early for that kasi I okay. think yeah. it's a conservative parents right. now. And that's why I called it bold. So, yeah, yeah. in other words, probably Actually, not I likely. I was hoping for you to say it kasi my two friends, ang sabi nila, they totally understand me na oh, kahit nakamas bawal yung yung sa car bawal apat I was hoping na pagalita nila ako what wait wait wait, wait, wait. sorry I, I, you you slightly either mumbled or I didn't hear it clearly what did your friend say I I think they agreed with me medyo nagwirdohan nagwirdohan pa daw sila sa response ng boyfriend ko that's what that's why it's, I call you, hoping for that answer, the opposite one. Yeah. Let, let, me, let me even go further then. What your boyfriend is showing you regarding his mom is a quality that you want in yeah. a boyfriend. Okay? Uh, a, yeah. a guy who treats his mom the way he's treating his mom, you know down the line that he might transfer that respect, love, and protection and all of that to his well let's see if this, one day if you guys ever become husband wife this is in fact a quality that so many long for in a man so if your friends are like napaka-arte naman to or magmaska na lang blah, blah 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 and he says no non-negotiable my mom means the world this is a good thing for your pers- for your relationship long term that you may have found yourself a man who does not think of himself first. He doesn't think of his dick first. He doesn't think of his uh, you know, personal enjoyment, but he is thinking about the most important woman in his life. And right now, that's his mom. So yeah, your, your yeah. friends should actually celebrate that he is this way and not um, like the other way. Siguro, because they're saying that why compromise and stuff? Or three meters apart. 
uh, it's non-negotiable. The the that's only it. yeah the only way I would get frustrated, love, is if because because you said earlier he doesn't even go out for the grocery. Is, yeah. is he like he is so disciplined about keeping his mom Actually, alive? Actually, he 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 rejected the return to office. Sabi niya no. Sabi niya sa boss niya, which I'm happy for him na pinayagan siya. You should be happy for him that he put that on the line for her. Yeah, yeah, you're happy that pinayagan yung office, but you should also be like, my God, I'm proud of my boyfriend. He yeah. is so disciplined about his mom. I love this call, Alex. I love that you called and I love that you told me the story because I love that it gives me the opportunity to tell you, hey, as, as frustrating as it is and as much as I know as you want to... Sh- like you, it's not like you're gonna go see him para magaway. You want to see him because you love each other and you want to do more positive things. So I understand that 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 need to see him. Actually, I'm very open to him about what I feel. Then I also share now oh, what I see online. Kikita na sila ganyan and stuff. Maybe I'm wrong because I'm of course online. You only see the good side. Well, you you, you want to you want to see the side right. You want to see the side that gets you to get what you want, right? When we when we want to buy something, na medyo mahal, at kailangan natin i i explain sa mga tao who has influence over us. But kailangan natin yung phone nayan, and we're only going to tell you the good things. Oh, kasi kailangan ko kasi medyo mabagal na yung yung phone ko, yung baterya kasi thirty minutes lang, namamatay na kagad. We come up with fucking. Almost an exaggeration of why we should do something, even though it's not smart. What you're, what you want to happen, is good for your relationship, but it's not smart. And I am going to tell you that even if you look around and you see the restrictions and you see the compromises and you see the mask and you see the social distancing and you see all of these things, it doesn't change that your boyfriend has a non-negotiable policy regarding his mother. And it doesn't mean he doesn't love you. It doesn't mean that he doesn't want to be with you. It doesn't mean that he doesn't miss you. It's just there's a priority. And it's his mom. And I love it. I love it. I love it. <laughs> Actually, the, the quarantine, something uh, that I have to be thankful because uh, she set ng schedule all let's call let's do workout na man you have, yeah you 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 got a really good guy kasi, here kasi na yeah i'm so frustrated <laughs> alex you got a really good guy here and please please be patient with your situation i beg you your your bo- your boyfriend is not doing other things na dapat magalit ka halimbawa nga lumalabas halimbawa uh, pumunta sa mall, bumili ng sapatos, nagpa-haircut. Actually, or... ina siya kapag may grocery. Kunwari, for essential naman, grocery or even Watson. So, may, hindi pa pwede yung online yan. So, love, three blocks away lang naman. <laughs> Ako nabibili. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he's so concerned talaga. Uh, if I were him... It, it's hard, LDR. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is really, really hard. But please, again, can you see the positive in all of it? What what he's showing you, what he's showing you right now is something that so many long for. And he's not even doing it on purpose for pokey points. 
He's doing it for the true reason of his mother. What kind of cancer did his mom have, if I may? Mm. Do you know? Pancreas. Oh, my God. Yeah. She survived? I mean, of yeah, course she survived. She's alive right yeah, now, but yeah. she recovered? Actually, she's, she's working, yeah. But she working can't mind, pancreatic? Yeah. That's, like the, that's the killer of them all. Oh, my God. Yeah. Alex, you do understand pancreatic kills everybody. Not everybody, mm. but fucking almost all of them who get it die. So, of course, your boyfriend is so paranoid. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, listen. I'm sorry. It's it's. I I. I you're not selfish. I think you're normal. But you're certainly not insignificant, and you're not not loved, and you're not. Not a priority. But we're talking about life and death here of somebody who's very important to him, versus you guys just going through this challenge together and coming out better in a year, in six months, whenever the fuck we're going to be better. Yeah. Let's take it as a challenge for us. After that, think of it as short-term. Dude, he's so right. He's so right. Yeah. And, and, you know, again, it's not just this short-term challenge is good for us long-term, but it shows you right now to hold on maybe longer than you would have. Because let's say you, you LDR, hindi yun yung tipong relationship na kaya mo, di ba? You can't do it. And I understand that. I, I, don't, I don't think I could do it. Um, but let's say you're about to give up. Like, I can't do this anymore. I need, I need physical touch. I need to see the person. I can't do this. You know what would keep you, I think what, what should keep you there longer is like, wait a minute, but the... The 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 it's prize at the prize yeah. at the end of the tunnel is such a good prize. He's such a good guy. Yeah. He's, he's worse than extra patients. Sorry, go what? Uh, because my friend works in a pharmaceutical company. So yeah. Yeah, next month, rapid rapid test kits will be available. So para medyo ako na naman desperate move. Na okay, maybe I can get for us para mapakita pero. Yeah, and I don't know. I don't. I, mean, I don't know what he. It depends on. It depends on how sensitive he is. Decision. Exactly right. It is, and I wouldn't prepare. I wouldn't get my hopes up on a test kit. I would get my hopes up on a vaccine or a yeah. treatment until before you guys again. Let's use the word become normal. Um, I don't think a test kit is going to do it for him. It's just way too yeah, much at risk. That cancer is a killer. Pancreatic is a fucking killer. And yeah. it's just, yeah, it's just not worth it. So, so Alex, again, hang in there. Please be patient. Please, please. Actually, thank you because I really want to hear that from you. How old is he? How, how old is your boyfriend? Uh, same age. Okay. Same age. I'm, I'm glad. I'm glad I gave you the answer you want to hear and you also probably don't want to hear too. Um, <laughs> but... I'm glad to play that part in this. And I am team your boyfriend on this problem. Okay? Thank you. Thank you. Yes. All right. You're right about him, really. He's a good guy, dude. Yeah. <laughs> this, is, this is a good man. Heat up, heat up to find someone like this. 
Now, he might be an asshole in other things. I don't know. I mean, I don't want to give him all the credit just on because he loves his mom. But, I mean, you must like him for other reasons. And this just solidifies his character. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right? If you're struggling, if you're going to make a mistake, if you're about to cheat on him or any of those things, can you call me first before you do no, any of that? Yeah, I know, but just in case, okay? Don't don't tell your friends. Your friends will be like, girl, kailangan ng, kailangan ng uh, happiness in your life. <laughs> All that bullshit. No, call me. I will talk you out of it, okay? If you're going to make a mistake. Yes, yes. All right, Alex. It's nice to have okay. met you. Thanks. Oh. Thanks for finding the podcast. Oh, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. Call me back anytime. Have a good day. Yes. All right. Thanks. Bye. Don't you guys dare ever, don't you dare jump on the Reddit page and say, si girl naman, parang, but but gonna boyfriend, tapos gaga in the don't, don't, don't. She, she's, she was not pushy. She's not being uh, cruel about it. She's just asking, am I being selfish that I want to see him considering he does not want to. Yes, they have fought four times. They have argued four times. But it's a learning process. This is the first time we're going, all of us are going through this. Um, and if she's not the LDR type, like that's just not her shit, then yeah, she's going to struggle a little bit more than others. But again, it is a challenge. It's a learning experience. And it's a coming of age, which is really, really important for down the line. Uh, if this relationship starts to mature and materialize into something even way more serious. I know that they're very early. It's super new. And again, that, that give him more credit. They're, in, they're supposed to be in the honeymoon phase. Uh, phase. <laughs> honeymoon stage. And the fact that he is still able to resist in the honeymoon stage is really a Herculean effort on his part. Good for him. We'll take a break when we come back. We have more of the show. You're listening to Good Times and More, the podcast, season seven. This is episode number 62, brought to you by Sharp Philippines. Don't go away back after this. Worldwide, it's Good Times with Mo, the podcasts. Have a question? Message Mo on Twitter or Instagram at DJ Mo Twister. Or check out GTWM podcast on Facebook. GTWM is brought to you by Sharp Philippines. Worldwide, it's Good Times with Mo, the podcasts. Have a question? Message Mo on Twitter or Instagram at DJ Mo Twister. Or check out GTWM Podcast on Facebook. GTWM is brought to you by Sharp Philippines. You are listening to Good Times with Mo, the podcast, season seven, episode number 62, brought to you by Sharp Philippines. I just want to plug some of the things that's going on on Magic 89.9 on Good Times, the radio show. Um, I know that many of you are frustrated that we are not, we're currently not in studio because of the COVID-19 cases that were unfortunately confirmed in the station. We've had several employees, DJs who have tested positive for coronavirus, so we've had to shut down uh, operations right now, at least inside the studio, and we're on Zoom. We have not taken Zoom seriously as a show for these past few months just because I fucking hate it I hate that we're not on the radio I, I mean I just I've not yet wrapped my mind around that the Good Times radio show is a streaming online podcast like show now I know we do broadcast live on air but the quality the audio quality is so bad that it really zaps all of my enthusiasm to do it 
And uh, if you've been listening to us live on Zoom, you probably feel the same way. Like, God, you guys suck. And I know we do because we really put zero effort in it. I was having a talk with my wife as well as the bosses at Magic uh, this past week regarding just taking that a little bit more seriously. Um, you know, preparing for it, getting topics. I mean, without callers, and I'm, I'm so ingrained with the callers, you guys here on this podcast and on the radio show, that without callers, I almost feel like I don't want to do the show. Like, I, c- I couldn't do a podcast. I couldn't do this podcast without you guys calling. I can sit here and talk for fucking two hours about anything under the sun. Like, that's not a strength of mine. I'm not a good small talk guy. Uh, I need reaction. I need points of view. I need debate. Like, that's where I have fun, and I think I'm best at. Uh, interviewing, as well, I think is a strength of mine. But I can't sit anywhere and just talk and not have people interact with me. It's just, it's shit. So I look at the Zoom show like that. Like, this is shit. We're just delaying until we get back on the radio. And then when we're back on the radio, everything's fine. Well, we went back on the radio. Unfortunately, we had some COVID positive tests. And now we're back on fucking Zoom. So I was talking to them. I was talking to my wife. And I said, I promise I will take Zoom more seriously. I will um, prepare for it more. I'll bring guests in and all of that. So starting this week, you'll see a little bit more of a show. Uh, and I encourage you guys to follow us on Facebook on Magic Kitty 9.9. We do the show around 7 a.m., 7.30 a.m. Manila time. On uh, Monday, the, we are going to have co-hosting with us. If you know her, her name is uh, Inca Magnaye, I believe. She's uh, the voice of Philippine Airlines. She's pretty popular on TikTok, I hear. She's like actually gone viral a bunch of times her parents are are friends of mine um and yeah so she'll be co-hosting with us on monday on tuesday we have the band ben and ben they'll be singing live for us on tuesday so they're huge they're fucking amazing so if you're a big ben and ben fan tuesday on the zoom show wednesday we have senator sunny angara who's going to be there we'll talk to sunny about obviously the things going on in the country really the, the, the terror bill is like taking front, center stage and all the talk. We'll talk to him about that. Maybe some ABS, CBN, see how he feels uh, regarding that issue. Uh, sports, he's a huge Celtics fan, so we'll talk about the NBA. And just life in general for a guy who has recovered from the coronavirus and, of course, he being a senator. Um, Thursday, I forgot who we have, but definitely Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. That's the Those are the people that's going to be on the Good Times Zoom show. So please watch us live. Uh, and you could do that on Facebook. Okay, let's get to it. Our third call of the night. Next call. Let's go to Bulacan and talk to 32-year-old Manu, or Manu, whatever it is. I'm sure it's short for Ginobili or whatever. Maybe he's a Spurs fan. Let's talk to him, though, now. Hi, Manu. Thanks for being on the show. Hi, Mo. Is it Manu? Thanks for, being, or... thanks for um, inviting me here. Yo, thanks, yes. for, thanks for being here. Is it Manu or Manu or Mano? Manu. Manu. It's Manu. Manu. Ginobili. Parang okay. Ginobili lang. Yes, correct. <laughs> okay. So, Manu, uh, welcome to the show. Thanks for being here. I think this is your first time. Um, yeah. Yeah, you sent me a message on Instagram and you wanted to get on the show. So, you're, you are here, man. Let's, let's, let's talk. What do you want to um, ask about? Actually, um, I'm having difficulty in finances recently due to this pandemic incident yeah. happening in our, in our world. So, um, just to give you a background lang, I'm a dad with two, two babies, 
Okay. A baby girl and a baby boy. How old? Apo, we're get, uh, my my eldest is three years old. Oh wow! So and babies, my babies. baby boy. Yes, and my baby boy is around three months. Okay, congratulations. Oh man, I but the pressure, um, the pressure financially. <laughs> if you're having financial problems and you've got two baby babies, oh my god, that must be yeah. pressure. Yes, yes. Um, okay, um, just to give you a background, Mo. Yeah. Um, when I was in, uh, 13 years old, yeah. I instilled in my mind that when I have a family of my own, I would not want them to experience what I experienced when I was in grade sto- school to college. Okay. I was part of a broken family. Okay. My father has three families. We are the third one. So, oh. my legal, meron kabit, may kabit. Wow, shit. Amazing. <laughs> okay. yeah. uh, then, our, our father only visits us once a week. And yeah. the, the following day, um, he will go na- again. And he will say that he, will, he needs to work for us. So, that's the setup we've been through from from my younger days then when my father died my uh, my mother is not working is a housewife so my mother doesn't know how to provide for us right, right so in order for us to continue our studies she sell our house oh, and no. save the proceeds for our studies oh wow um, what a sacrifice then, holy shit okay then my mother and my three siblings so i'm the eldest we yeah. are four in the family yeah so, um, my mother and the three siblings went to my auntie in Bicol. You stayed in Bulacan? So that, in Bicol. They yeah, no, no, but, you, from yeah, Bulacan, but you, you stayed in Bulacan, yes. they went to Bicol? Or all of you went yes, to Bicol? Yes, yes. They, um, I was left in Bulacan. Bulacan yeah, okay. To right. push to my studies. Okay. So, uh, my auntie is, is, uh, is single, so... She committed that she will try to provide for my mother and my three siblings there. When, Shit. And then I I stayed in Bulacan to pursue my studies. Okay. So, uh, fortunately, I applied for a scholarship in a school here. And thankfully, I, I, have, I was granted that scholarship. Good, mm. good, good, good. Oh, oh. When I graduated, luckily I immediately hired as a financial position to be in a financial position in this manufacturing company that I am with now. I met my wife in 2013. Okay. And we got married in 2016. Okay. Um, we started to um, to build our home, our own house in 2018. Okay. And now we have kids now. <laughs> right. Right. Mm-mm. Um, but this year, due to this pandemic, our company was greatly affected. So many of our incentives, bonuses, and some of our salaries were not given. So as a father, I want to <clears throat> I want to provide whatever my family needs, and I did not anticipate that this will happen to our to our, to our in this world. Yeah, right. So right. that's. That's why I'm actually I my savings were already exhausted from the time that the ECQ started. Shit. And up to now I'm still coping up with that. <laughs> okay. So what's okay. the question then here? Um my question is that um 
I don't know how to say to my wife um, that I'm nearing short on my finances. Actually, I think it's my ego that's that's holding me back. Um, <laughs> I wouldn't call it ego in in that yabang way. Okay. I, th- I think I would call it maybe your promise to yourself that you would never okay. you would not revisit the life that you grew up having when you were in school because right? you started this entire conversation with when i was 13 i instilled in my mind that i when i have a family of my own i don't want them to experience what i experienced when i was in school that was your first line in this whole conversation yes. right? and i think maybe your hesitancy to come clean and transparent with your wife has to do really with the promise that you made yourself. And what I find to be comforting then is that your wife didn't have that promise. You had that promise to yourself. And that I don't think you will break anyone else's heart when they find out what's going on because they didn't your wife did not experience what your life was like when you were in grade school and in high school and in college. So Okay. I mean, I'm not even sure I'm making sense here, Manu. But mm-hmm. what I'm trying to say is, I don't want you to be scared to be honest with your wife because of the promise you made your, to yourself. She's not going to be disappointed. You might be disappointed in yourself. Yes, but that's what I right. I was thinking. But I don't think that's really more an ego thing, but more just I had a goal and I wanted to so badly to achieve that goal. And you're not a failure because you're right. How how the hell did any of us expect that a virus and a pandemic, the greatest one we've seen in over 100 years, is going to come to our planet in 2020 and decimate our world the way it has? Of course you're not going to see that happening. Um, but if you're, I mean, so... This question isn't, Mo, how am I going to afford my house and my two children? This question is, mm-hmm. how am I going to tell my wife? Yes. Mm-hmm. Does your wife work? Actually, she's in maternity leave now. Okay. So she's not getting mm-hmm. paid or she's getting an honorary? Yeah. Um, actually, she, she received a maternity benefit for, right. I think, um, a month. Then... Um, no pay at all starting May. But she is furloughed, meaning she still has her job. Hindi siya lang nagtatrabaho. Pero it's there kung, yes. kung gusto niya bumalik. And yes, correct. Is uh-huh. your, can your wife work from home if she decides to come back? Um, no. No. No, she cannot. Um, the nature of um, her work is in marketing assistant in a bank, bank industry. So uh, well, I mean, even if she applied for another company, it, there's no work from home option for her. Yes, no work option. Shit. Okay, because I was gonna say that maybe your solution could be that she can go back to the workplace, but since since work from home is the thing right now, and it will be, I think, till the end of the year at least, um, uh-huh. maybe she can help supplement, you know, with the finances, with her being able to work, but not uh-huh. having to go outside, of course. So, uh, and you're you're are you work from home or no? Um, actually, we started um, um, resuming to work, um, reporting to work, uh, I think, May? Okay. May 15. May okay. 18. Wow, that was early. Okay. All right. So let me ask you this, Manu, about your wife. Is she a kind lady? Is she understanding? Is she supportive? 
I, uh, um, of course, um, she supports me in everything that I do. Um, when actually, but maybe decisions and ano, may, other than financial problems, naman, I can go go to her and tell him, but tell her, but the finance, I I have the wala akong guts to say yung about the finances. Why? What do you think Parang, she's going to do? Yeah, well, I, I, I gotta, uh, Manu, Manu, I gotta tell you, man, this should not hmm. be a problem right now for you. The problem really should be is how are you gonna stay financially afloat? And well, you said you got okay. a job in the financial industry, right? You're, you have a position. Yes, yes. Uh, so really that's awkward. <laughs> I'm working in any financial in the, in, um, in a financial position, and I cannot. I'm do properly my finance. Yeah, but but but, but Manu, I, I think your perspective is negative and mine is positive here. In fact, if okay. if, if I want if I were going to be in a financial uh, strength restraints right now a struggle, I would want a financial background uh-huh. because I know more than the next person regarding money. Even though I am hard for money right now, I think everyone is hard for money right now. And if that's the case, I would love to have your background. So look at it a bit more positively than you do. Uh, I don't. I don't blame you for being somewhat negative because I mean your upbringing had so much disappointment. But I, I'm encouraging uh-huh. you to be a little bit more confident and positive about the situation, even though it's hard to see it. I know for a fact, 100%, that your wife will not be upset at you because obviously she clearly understands the nature of the world right now, um, and. It's not like you're financially struggling because you're not trying hard enough. You're trying hard. It's just the world is in the middle, again, of the most brutal pandemic in, the, in, in, in over 100 years. So I think people will get disappointed in you and upset at you if you're lazy, if you're not trying, if you're irresponsible, but they can never, ever be upset at you if you're trying to do things the best of your abilities, but it's just not working out. And it's not working out for everybody. It's not just Manu. It's everybody. So she will understand. People will understand. I understand. Your family understands. Everybody understands that in this time, as, we, as we're in the middle of Jul- or, you know, July 2020, that the world is a really hard place. So I'm begging you, Manu begging you change the way you look at it that it is your fact that you are a financial you work in the financial industry that you might be better off than all of us who are listening who are not in it and that you understand the necessity to be frugal and to be careful with money my next question to you is are you going to be able to afford it like are you going to lose your house are you going to lose your car, or are you? I mean, are, are you that close? The wherein your life is going to be taken from you. Um, your lifestyle is probably the better way to say it. Is going to be taken from you, or mahirap lang kaya pero mahirap lang. Um, probably I I will dispose my car for the sake lang. Yeah. Probably to sustain that um, up until I think October my obligations. Wow. Okay, that bad, huh? That you're gonna have to lose your car. How are you gonna get to work? Commute. 
jeep maganon commute probably that's that's what i'm thinking or probably i can try with my <laughs> coworkers if possible yeah, yeah. Well, you're in the province, uh, so it's not so hard. Um, um, I mean, yeah, it's still the challenge. But the problem, like I say, when you're commuting, also when you have two little babies, well, it's it's yeah. lockdown anyway. They shouldn't be going outside anyway. So okay. But I was thinking, like, if you needed to go somewhere with your kids, they're so they're such babies. I mean, I, I would never want to bring a three month old inside a jeepney, but I understand it happens. Um, okay. Is that the only way? That's the only way to get rid of, is to get rid of your car to keep yourself afloat. Hello. Huh? Yeah, yeah, Manu. Is 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 selling your car? I'm losing your. Mood. Yeah, can uh-huh. you? Can Hello? you? Yeah, is, sell, yes. is is selling your car the only way to keep you afloat till October? Um, probably that's um, that's the one um, solution that I'm thinking of, and probably selling some stuffs. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Compassible through online You've been through this before, Manu. You've been through this in school. Actually, this is my first time to be to be having difficulties. No, that's not true. Tell me, tell me about. Uh, that's why I, I, I listen. No, Manu, I, I don't think that's true. When you said uh-huh. your mom left with your siblings to go to Bicol and you stayed in Bulacan and you applied for a scholarship, you. Uh-huh. You didn't have anything. So yes, um, how did you get through all those years of school on nothing? Where did you live? Um, what did you eat? Actually, did... um, I rented a space for about 800 pesos a month. Okay. Um, then my mother monthly provides me around 2,000 allowance. Okay. And I need to work out the, one th- the remaining 1,200 pesos for myself for a month. See? Then so, I did try to for some jobs like um, crew crew members at a fast food chain. Yeah, yeah. And then did, did you did you make any other sacrifices? Did you uh, eventually not able to afford eight hundred and live somewhere else? Did you instead of um, instead yes, of commute, actually, did you walk? Like, tell me more. Uh, actually, uh, um, when Nung hindi ko na kaya yung 800 to pay for that 800 because 2,000 for four, four years, I think it's for um, 2,000 a month for four years is difficult to <laughs> to budget. Eh. So, I nakiusap ako sa mga relatives ko if I can stay there. there. Kaso, masyadong mahirap dahil kasi, ang tag dito, um, iniintindi, na, nakikisama ka, iniintindi mo sila. So, ayun, then, my point rin na nakitira ako sa mismo kaklasiko just to okay, sustain see, my finance. This is what I'm talking about. You have done this before. You just haven't done it as a married man and as a father, but you've been through this desperate time, desperate make ends meet experience. You have this experience. You're just going to have to tap into those days when you were in college and what life was like then and how how you had to really save and get by. See, this is not a shock for you. Okay? It shouldn't be. You've been through it, Manu. You know what it takes. Like you said, 2,000 pesos every month for four years. That's fucking so difficult to to, to pull off. And you did it. 
So again, let's go back to what I was saying earlier. Let's have a little bit more positive confidence in your abilities. You're a financial um, expert. Let me just say expert, okay? Because you're your scholarship, you know, graduate, and you've in, in you found yourself in the industry. That means you're good. You're an expert in finances, and you know what it's like to starve. You are the perfect person for this challenge. And I have, no, I have, I have all the faith in, in the world that you will make it through. If you sell your car, you know, you know what it's like. You know the struggle. You'll just do it. That's what it was. That's what that's what happened when you were in school. Okay. Or whatever. Guess what? When you were in school, you had nothing. Make it work. You could do it. Thank you, Mo. You're better you're better equipped than I am. You're better equipped than I'm sure some of your coworkers. You're better equipped than maybe some of your relatives. You've been through this. It looks familiar. Now, I know mm-hmm. the pressures are more now because your children's, your children is at stake. Your children's mm-hmm. lives are at stake. Your wife, your house is at stake. I get it. The pressure is probably more great now than ever before, but you are not foreign to this feeling. So, Manu, let's be 15 years old again. Let's be 17 years old again. Let's be 18 years old again. And let's remember what that was like. And let's fucking break this shit. And be positive. (laughs) And be confident. And know that if there's one person that's most equipped for this, it is you. And that's the fucking truth, man. All right? I will try my best, very best. <laughs> yeah. Thank you very much for your advice. Uh, my advice is just... Be, good, good, good. My advice is to be positive. Tell your wife. She will understand. You're a good man. Manu, you're a good guy. Tell your wife. She's going to be okay. You've only disappointed yourself, and that's all right. No one else is mad at you, man. Thank you, Mo. Thank you, Mo. All right, all right brother. Thanks for the call. I wish you the best of luck. And, um, you know, I, I, I wish the best for, for your kids' sake and all of that. And if it gets hard, if it gets hard, please just understand that it, it, the, the, this will work itself out. You're too smart. You're too gifted. You're a scholarship student. You lived on 800 pesos a month uh, rent, living in your classmate's house. You are battle-tested. You're going to get through this. Thank okay. you, Mo. Thank you. All right. Thanks. For, thanks. Thanks, Manu. Have a good day, sir. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Have a good day as well. Bye. Thank you. I mean, what, what, what are some other options he can do? I mean, he's reporting to work, so he can't get like a second job online. But maybe the wife can. I mean, the wife is employable. And if she's not going to be, I mean, her position right now is, is she has to be at the office. But there might be other positions out there. Who knows? There might be. Less, even if it's less pay, just take it. I know hiring right now is probably frozen for many, many companies because of, of course, the pandemic and the economic ramifications of it. But try, 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 try. 
and I have no doubt if Manu needed to walk five kilometers per day to get to the office, he would do it. You know, good guy, rough times. This is all such rough times. And um, you, you guys just got, you got to fight, man. You guys got to fight. Just, you got to, you got to, that, that hunger, that hunger, I mean, hunger, hunger can make you miserable or it can make you go out and get something. Just, just, I, I hope you, you incorporate a positive. It's hard. It's fucking hard. I could, I could sit here in my, in my house, in, in the comforts of my home and tell you guys, hey, be positive. And you're like, fuck you, Mo. Have you seen what my life is like? I can be positive. Yeah, I apologize. I don't mean it as if it's that easy. But people who are in immense struggle, the ones that get through it, are not the ones that are wallowing in their self-pity. And, and, and you know they're going out like, okay, I need to do something. And I need it to do it now. And there's people at stake. And uh, I can sit here and I can feel sorry for myself. Or I can have a goal and get out there and get it. And he doesn't need any more motivation. He's got two little babies. There's plenty of motivation for him to go out and get it. But for the rest of you that maybe, you know, it's not so clear what you're doing it for. Just, just do it to get through. Let's get through this year. Okay. And find a positive focus destination look a little bit further around and go okay that's what i'm going to go for and i got to get there and i know it's going to be hard and i'm going to walk and i'm going to eat fucking shitty food and i'm going to wear the same fucking clothes and i'm not going to buy anything and i'm not going to have any load and i'm not going to have any this or that but let's just get through this year and let's fucking beat this thing okay all right, we'll take a break. When we come back, we'll have our last call of the episode. You're listening to Good Times with Mo, the podcast, season seven, episode number 62, brought to you by Sharp Philippines. Back after this, don't go away. Worldwide, it's Good Times with Mo, the podcast. Have a question? Message Mo on Twitter or Instagram at DJ Mo Twister. Or check out GTWM podcast on Facebook. GTWM is brought to you by Sharp Philippines. Hey guys, have you checked out the Sharp Philippines website recently? Man, they have the latest in 4K and ultra-high-definition TV technology, and Sharp offers up-to-the-minute smart technology in a range of sizes to fit your room and entertainment needs. Go beyond smart. Choose brilliant. Sharp's cutting-edge technology delivers breathtaking color and clarity, and it makes it easy to enjoy your favorite shows, movies, and streaming content. Features that take full advantage of ultra-high-definition 4K technology brings you the purest, most vibrant colors, immersive sound, and of course, easy access to all of your favorite entertainment media. You want to take a close look at that Aquas 4K from Sharp. It really does set such a high bar for image quality and sound. And if you want to go crazy, the Aquas has an 8K, 8K to feast your eyes on. Head over to the Sharp Philippines website now and let's drool over the next TV that we're going to buy together. Choose from a wide range of screen sizes and a variety of ways to find and enjoy your favorite movies and shows. Sharp original worldwide it's good times with mo the podcasts have a question message mo on twitter or instagram at dj mo twister or check out gtwm podcast on facebook gtwm is brought to you by sharp philippines 
And we are about to wrap it up here tonight. You are listening to Good Times and More, the podcast, season seven, episode number 62, brought to you by Sharp Philippines on this 4th of July, if you are in the U.S. And we're going to go to the U.S. Uh, in a few minutes here, a few seconds. Uh, happy Independence Day. Happy long weekend. And, uh, you know, yeah, it's usually a big time here. Please don't go outside. Okay. I've been... <laughs> I've been interacting with friends of mine, like people at work, and this is a growing and growing problem I think I'm having with people I respect. Now, I'm not going to stop being friends with, you know, my, my, my circle of, of yeah, friends, sorry, right, who think that the coronavirus isn't as serious as everyone makes it out to be. Like, I, I'm not going to be your friend if you're a huge Donald Trump fan. I'm not going to be your friend if you're a big uh, DDS guy or girl. We'll, I'll stop. I'll, we, we will break up our friendship. But I, my next group of people that I'm struggling with are the ones who think the coronavirus is not a hoax, but it's exaggerated. And they don't believe in wearing a mask. I, I know that's just kind of... The, the big battle cry right now is wear a mask, wear a mask, wear a mask. Wear a fucking mask, okay? And I get more pushback from the American friends that I have than, say, the Filipinos, even though we've had Bianca Valerio talk about how this is a conspiracy and all that. And I, you know, I find her to be growingly insane. Uh, but I also have like people I like, like people I really, really, really respect, also here saying that it's kind of bullshit. And it's a really American thing to do, to to think that there's center stage and some kind of conspiracy, but this is a worldwide problem. This COVID thing is fucking real, okay? And it's not about money. It's not about this pharmaceutical, pharmaceutical company trying to get you know more profits and all of that. We don't have pandemics often, okay? Uh, this is our first one in 100 goddamn years to affect the globe the way it has. Uh, through the years, of course, we've had HIV AIDS. There's the Ebola problem that pops up in places like Africa and whatnot. But to be truly affected where every single person is at risk in every country, all 7 billion of us, this is real. And even if it never touched our family, because of course my brother-in-law died of it, even if it didn't, I still believe it's strong. I feel strongly about it as I did since day one, when you guys know I've been talking about it, this shit is legit, okay? And if you think it's some kind of hoax or some kind of conspiracy by the pharmaceutical company or Bill Gates or whatever, you've lost your fucking mind. And the more you lose your mind, the more you're going to lose my friendship, I think. Um, I have a lot of American friends, and I'm getting a little worried about their mindset, how they... And, and I, I mean, I, I know this might sound like racist towards Americans, but they always, the Americans always wonder why they have so many cases. They're, they're, oh, okay, we've got millions of cases, but the other countries don't have that much. Let me tell you fucking Americans why you guys have so many goddamn cases. Number one, you've got a massive population. I think the Americans are third in the world in population, if I'm not mistaken, at 350 million, give or take. You've got, of course, China, uh, India. And then it should be the U.S. If, not the, if it's not the U.S., maybe it's like Indonesia, Brazil, and then the U.S. But I'm pretty confident U.S. is probably third with 350. And then maybe the Brazils and, and Indonesias are right under that. But of all those countries named China, India, Brazil, Indonesia, or any of the major, major uh, high-population countries, the Americans have the most freedom, which is a good thing, but it's also a fucking bad thing in a case like this. 
In other countries, if you don't wear a mask, if you don't quarantine, if you don't lock down, you go to fucking jail. We saw Casey Montero, a good friend of mine, co-host, just went to jail for a couple of nights. You get fined. In India, you get your ass kicked by a stick. In Italy, they jail your shit. But here in the U.S., you can say, well, I've got freedom. And I have the freedom to do whatever the fuck I want. Blah, 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 fucking American bullshit. And then, boom, that's what you get. When you, when you pair a massive population with freedom to do whatever the fuck you want, even in this case, it being against the, the health of your, your citizens, Americans do it. And then they complain about it. Fuck you, man. Fucking life, liberty, pursuit of happiness. Fuck you. It becomes that. Okay, then why are you shocked? Why are you shocked you have millions affected? by coronavirus oh this is conspiracy fucking fuck you this is the part this is why so many dislike americans there's a lot of mouth a lot of mouth and yes of course you want freedom you we want freedom in every country but when you start having too much of it it can get a little chaotic can you know, you know, it could be anarchy if you have too much, a complete absence of, <laughs> of anything. It's just full freedom is full anarchy. But obviously, that's not the case here in the U.S. But, but we're more free. And more free can be more dangerous in something like this. And more free means stronger opinions about shit. And then all of a sudden, influencing others to follow your conspiracy, flat-earthy bullshit. There are governments, there are people, there are industries, there are economies, there are even everywhere you look, there is somebody or someone or some business that has been completely obliterated by the coronavirus. And it's not because somebody wants to sell more medicine. I think Americans tend to think it in that way because they get raped for their prices of medicines and they forget that other countries don't have this problem. So you look at the money that you spent on your health care and you're like, oh, no wonder they're fucking with us. Look at all this money they make. Other countries, they don't have that problem because guess what? It's America. America is just one of the true industrialized countries that have the stupidest system when it comes to health care. And then they think that they're the center of the fucking universe. So are you shocked? There's so many here. Why would you be? Massive population complete freedom to do whatever you want no disregard for the person next to you because it's about me my life again and my pursuit of happiness so fuck it and then i got all these friends oh it's so funny it's just about a fucking and i, I don't fucking money and i tell me every doctor huh every doctor in the world every single one who's gone to school more than your stupid ass every single one believes this to be some money grab every scientist everybody busting their ass out there to who understand the science, by the way, who've looked under a microscope and seen this virus and what it does and how it kills people and how quickly you can get infected. That all of a sudden in 2020, this happened to be the year that somebody made up a virus, something that we haven't seen in over 100 years, like this kind of danger, just randomly thought in 2020 that this is going to be the year that we make a little bit more money. Fucking insane. All right. Anyway, that's it. I'm done ranting. Let's go to America. America for our last call. 
Next call. What would be a 4th of July if we did not have a call from the U.S.? Let's talk to Jessie, who is 30 years old. She is in San Francisco, very beautiful city in Northern California. Hey, Jessie, thanks for being on the program. Hi, Mo. Thank you for having me, Happy too. Happy 4th of July to Happy 4th of July us, too. I guess. Yeah, awesome. <laughs> All right. Uh, Jesse, you reached out to me a couple of days ago. Uh, we finally get you on the show here now. You wanted to talk about, I'm assuming, is it your marriage, I think? But uh, I'll have you tell the story when, when you're ready. Yeah. So um, I am married uh, for eight years now. Okay. And Ooh, then early. we were... Yeah, we were high school sweethearts. Okay, so Pilipina. Yeah, yeah, okay. both, right. both of us. Yeah, and yeah. then um, we're high school sweethearts, and then after high school, he went uh, here uh, in so the US. states. Yeah, yeah, and then so I went to college, and we kind of like do our like separate ways, okay. and then that became an LDR. So, right, right, right. Yeah. And then after like few years or something, that LDR, you know, I wouldn't say it's like strong. It's just like on and off. Like there's like cheating, you know, I wouldn't say that we're solid. But I mean, how could you be? Yeah. You guys, well, congratulations on overcoming it. But I mean, how can you expect anything but somewhat of a roller coaster your fucking high school sweethearts ldr like how fucking I know, difficult those, is those, that those two so are your uh yeah like don't a, believe in those right you you just kind of made the big the two biggest mistakes you yeah. can in a relationship but but like i say all the time doesn't mean you guys are unsuccessful in fact you might even be very successful and we're the ones that are wrong so well, I don't know. We're going to get to that. So you, yeah. you, you've been married now eight years. You got married when you came to the U.S.? Like, did you guys get married yes. right away? Yes. Okay. All right. Fair enough. So, um, so yeah, the, we were not very loyal to each other. But then when we, got, when, I, when, when we got married here in the States, after that, um, um, we started our own little family. And then... How many, um, how many kids you guys got? Okay. How many kids do you guys have? Uh, oh, sorry. Uh, we have two. Two. Okay. Two good. kids. Good, yeah. good. Good. All right. And then, but he's already in the military around that time. Okay. So, mm. I would say that the trust is not hundred percent, and he knows that. I made him aware, you know, but it was like along the way. Along the way, it was constantly like we're like building it up back again, you know. And then um, he just went to his new station just like two years ago. Yeah. And um, I kind of like don't, I don't like the new set of friends he's hanging out there. Yeah, yeah. Because um, I saw I saw this group chat because we both have an access to our um, social media. Sure. And I saw this um, group chat they're in. They're talking about their um, coworkers, female coworkers yeah. to be specific, and yeah. then um, they're they're like so thirsty. They're so thirsty over women, and then um, you know I confronted my husband about it. I told him like, "What is that? Like, I don't, I don't, I don't feel comfortable like looking through it, you know." And then you were you were there like cooperating with this with these people. 
And then he's like, no, it's nothing. It's just like, you know, boys talk. And then... Um, locker room talk, as we say, right? Yes. Yeah, locker room talk. Yes. And then for me, I just see it disrespectful. Okay, so let's let's let me get a little bit more information about this whole situation, and then we'll get a question. Okay, because um, is that your kids outside in the, in the background there? Is that your kids? Yeah, okay, it's all right. like all right. So let's we'll, we'll clean it up a little bit. So let's do a couple of things. Is your husband with you now? Like, does he live no, with no, you? No, 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 no. He doesn't. Okay, so it's still LDR, or is he just out in battle right now, and he'll come back home? Yeah, he didn't come back home yet. Okay, but he he's is deployed. Come home soon. Okay, he's deployed. Yeah. So okay, so he's out yeah, saving he's the world, and um, in the meantime, <laughs> having mm-hmm. grotesque sexual conversations about his coworkers. <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay, so so he's so it's kind of LDR-ish, which is a problem, especially when you see shit like this. When did you see this conversation? Was it recently while he was away, or is this more like yeah. a couple of years? Okay, so this is current then current yeah jesse okay and then um what exactly was his involvement in this because he's right there's a lot of chat groups out there i've got them my fantasy basketball chat group is pretty fucking gross um my wife i'm sure has her version of girl locker room talk that she has on facebook i don't have I mean, I have her password, but I don't even log in on Facebook. She could totally be cheating on me on Facebook. I would never know. Like, I don't actually look at it, but I do have it, like you. I'm not saying my wife is doing that. She's not. But I'm saying I'm pretty sure mm-hmm. she's got a fucking all-girl chat group where they're talking about guys they either have fucked before or are hot or their crushes or their exes yeah. and all of that. I'm pretty sure of it. Um my fantasy basketball chat group is is pretty gross, okay? But what I don't do is I don't I don't um I don't engage in it. It's there. Like I see them. I see them post photos of naked chicks all the time and porn clips, but I don't engage. So that's the question I want to ask you. Is your husband engaged in it or is this like they're doing it and it just happens to be in the room that your your husband's a part of? Sometimes he would send pictures too. Of who? Of the he girls he works clips. with? Yeah. Well, not the ones he worked with, but um, like some like clips, like you know, masturbating girls. But it's not anywhere from his um workplace. But just right. Random, this is like random porn but, clips and stuff. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. And and then yeah. And he what would is sometimes like send pictures or mention names. Of like coworker, and what does it say? But he didn't. Yeah, it it would. He would say that like, it's just like he's um, what do you call this? Yung um, parang inaasar niya, like he's matchmaking them. So he hindi siya so mina matchmake niya yung mga kaibigan niya sa babae sa sa unit or whatever. Yeah. Okay, so he's not saying the phrases. Ooh, I would like to blank her or ooh, I would like to do this to her it's a bagay siya sayo or like bagay to sayo pare you know it's like that it's not yeah. him being involved in it okay yeah yeah but you know like the I know it's we've it's been an issue for us ever since like the like those sexy stuff and all like sending you know like the porn stuff yeah yeah the porn stuff i'm trying to like i'm trying my best to understand 
his point of view. And maybe that's one of the reasons I called you too, because I want like a different man's perspective on right. this. Because right. um, I want to understand. Because I think I'm not being fair to him too, because I keep on like accusing him of doing stuff that he's not really doing. So, okay, so yeah. all of this stuff revolves around boundaries, okay? Uh, yes, do guys talk about chicks? Yes, girls talk about dudes too. There was a mm-hmm. point, there was a time where my wife was in a phase where she wanted to go see the Magic Mike. Um, and I talk about it every now and then here on the show. She wanted to go see the Magic Mike strip guy show, right? Like she was mm-hmm. really fucking, she really wanted to do this. This is maybe like two years ago. And it was kind of out of character for her. And I was like, why all of a sudden are you so pumped up about wanting to see a fucking stripper show? Uh, and she would invite her friends and she's like, hey, let's go, let's go, let's go. And I would see this on her. <laughs> it's like instant messaging and stuff <laughs> like that. And I and like go oh, Instagram. And I'm like, so I'm kind of uncomfortable with that because I don't like, say, I don't like the, the, the prostitution shit. I find that to be very demeaning. I don't go to the strip clubs. I find that to be kind of demeaning, which is weird because, you know, I host a show here where we're talking about sucking dick and, and like fucking finger in the ass and all that stuff. We talk about all that stuff here, but we're talking about in the context of this is what's going on in your lives. Going out and seeking it is a problem mm-hmm. for me. Um, and, and my boundaries, like, if I walked in on her watching porn, I'm okay with that because I get it. Fine, sure. Um, if, she watch, if she walked in on me watching porn, I'm sure she would have a problem, but it's not going to be, like, enough for her to have an argument or something. It'd be like, what the fuck are you doing? Why are you watching that? Right? It's weird. We have this kind of weird uh, – it's kind of almost hypocritical at times. Uh, this, mm-hmm. you know, She wants to go out and see strippers, but I'm sure if I did the same thing, I'd be in trouble. Um, Anyway, so Jesse, sorry, I, I'm getting I'm getting all over the place. There are okay. there are boundaries, meaning, okay, I'm willing to tolerate you in a chat room with your friends, but the moment you start talking about your coworkers, that shit's not good with me. The moment you start sending videos and engaging in that kind of gross behavior, that's not okay with me. You have to you have to be clear about what is acceptable and what's not acceptable for you. So right, you said okay, you want a guy's perspective, right? And you want um, you don't. You you want to give him the benefit of the doubt and not accuse him of mm-hmm. things he's not doing. Well, uh, you know, Jesse, the rules are dictated by you, and what is comfortable enough for you. You can totally say, hey, when he's out at port or when he's out deployed, if he wants to have sex with some girl because he hasn't been home in six months, I'm okay with that. I understand that. You could be one of those girls. We've had girls like that on the show before, and you're, she and she's not going to get mad because those are her boundaries. I wouldn't fucking do that. Like, I would be completely against that shit, but that's her boundaries. So you have to establish, Jesse, what those lines are with you and your husband. If it's, mm-hmm. hey, the moment you start talking about coworkers, that's not cool with me. If you guys are going to talk about hot chicks and you're going to matchmake them, I'm okay with that because hindi kakasama dun sa extramarital affair. But if you're talking about girls that you like in your unit, mm-hmm. you can go fuck yourself. You can go yeah. fuck off, okay? Uh-huh. It's dictated by what you are willing to tolerate. Yeah, and then there's just one more thing that he's hanging out with this um, with this guy. Of course, they're in the same uh, unit. And then I know that guy is bad news. I know for sure. Because I sometimes would talk to uh, the wife of that, guy, of that guy. Yeah. And she would vent out to me. But, you know... I already know something's going on. Like, he's not 
faithful. So, yeah. So, um, the thing is, the reason I want to, I called is I want to tell him that I don't want him to hang out with that guy. But then that's one of his closest friends there. I, I doubt, I doubt that he's going to do it. I mean, he has no choice. They're, you know, they're kind of like secluded. In, right, right. He has no one there. Right, right. But I want to, how can I say that? I, I, I don't okay, know. Okay, Jesse, listen, and maybe I'm going to incorporate my life into your life, but it might be wrong because your reality and my reality is different. My mm-hmm. wife, she'll fucking straight up and say it. You're not talking to that motherfucker anymore. And I'll be like, why? Because he's cheating on his wife, and I don't want you to be influenced by that. I'm like, but, I, and I say, but I'm not cheating on you. I don't care because I don't want you to have people you look up to who you respect who are disrespectful in their marriages. I, she could, she'll straight, it's, I can imagine her saying those lines word for word. Mm-hmm. And you know what? I have no choice but to follow because she's my wife. You are mm-hmm. dancing around what, you're, what you want to say and what you're actually saying. And what I want to encourage you to, you to do, Jesse, is say what the fuck you want. Say what you okay. actually expect from him. And sometimes it'll be outrageous if you're like, uh, sweetheart, I don't want you to eat ice cream anymore. I'm like, why? It's my favorite thing. It's 100 degrees outside. Well, because I don't want that. Okay, that's unreasonable. But we're talking Mm -hmm. about you hanging out with a guy who's openly cheating on his wife. You guys are sending messages to each other about girls that you actually are with. And I'm here in this part of the world and you're in whatever part of the world you're in and you're talking about girls that you work with. That's that's not going to happen anymore moving forward. And if you want to continue to do that shit... It's either two things going to happen. I will leave you or B, shit, I want some fun too. I'll fucking do the same thing. Mm, okay. Now, that's not healthy, okay? It's not healthy. Yeah. That's not a healthy conversation, but mm-hmm. I don't care. I don't care what's healthy. That's what I want. Mm-hmm. Like, re- threatening revenge is not healthy, Jesse. Yeah. But I just don't see why he's allowed to do it. And if you had a problem with it, he'll have a problem with that. Well, then fuck. You're away. Shit, I'm lonely too. Hold on, let me go fucking watch the Magic Mike uh, strip club show and let me start having a little bit of fun. I'm sitting here with two kids while you're out there fucking acting like a high school fucking, uh, what is it, puberty staged yeah. little hornball. That's exactly how I feel. And that's what exactly I would say then. Okay. Because I just don't want to come out like, being this psycho wife, you know. I, I don't think that's psycho. <laughs> psycho is saying like with well, the unreasonable stuff. Like I don't want you eating ice cream anymore. Eating your favorite dinner. You know, whatever equivalent of like, okay, there's nothing. There's no threat here. But what, do you, what you're actually doing, sir, is you're talking about coworkers, okay, in a very sexually demeaning way. You're sending each other fucking porn videos. When you're married, you've got kids. And you're hanging out with a guy who's fucking cheating on his wife like crazy. And... You and I have had trust issues and mm-hmm. cheating problems in the past. Why do you? Why are you shocked that I have a problem with this? Okay. Like, oh, no, yeah, babe. That, yeah. No, baby. Yeah. Me. <laughs> We're just like you know, in the heat of battle, man. I'm serving my country. Like I'm doing this shit, so you know, you could sleep better at night. I don't give a fuck about that. I'm talking about our marriage. Okay. Mm-hmm. And if you have a problem with that, either a, I'm going to leave you, and trust me, he's not going to want you to leave him. And B, or B, shit, I'll do the same thing. 
Because why do you get all the fun? Mm. Yeah, because exact, that's exactly how I am. Like, it's kind of like my personality. I have this, like, I can't really express my thoughts, right? Clearly. I could hear that with yeah. the way you're telling your story. Not that you're a bad storyteller, but you sh- you do hold, seem like you hold back. And yeah, yeah. I kind of, like, have a reservation, you know? I, I can't fully express myself. And then that's what I worry when he gets back. Like, I don't know how to say it. Like, When's the last time you've seen him? Oh, January. And how often is this happening? I mean, is he is he usually deployed or this is just something that's more right now? And most of the time he's home. Uh, right now in his the, the station he is in. Um, he's, uh, he's most of the time out. Okay. Like, so, he's so gone this is, most of the time. so this is Medro LDR, but then, yeah. Yeah. Oh, Jesse, don't tell me, don't tell me you guys are successful. I told you, told you not to do this. <laughs> <laughs> I told you not to do this. <laughs> yeah. I kind of like check off your, um, not to do this. <laughs> yeah, so. I know. Exactly. <laughs> Do you work or, or you just see your housewife? I do uh, uh, per DM work. Okay, got it. Cool. All right. Um, yeah, let, listen. Jesse, I understand that in this relationship, at the very least, and Tana the least is ideal, you carry half of the responsibility, half of the workload, and that means you can demand as much as he can. It's equal, mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, you're an American now, so you understand this probably more than other cultures that, okay, mm-hmm. you have a voice and that voice has to be respected and heard and your demands have to be met. And if they're not met, well, then, you know, there are consequences to that. Uh, you can be flexible flexible on certain things. My wife does not tell me to unsubscribe to my fantasy basketball group that show porn sites constantly. But if she catches me sharing that shit, I'm pretty sure we have a big fucking problem. Um, gotcha. Mm-hmm. So there are flexibilities there. If you were the, the feminist and you said, hey, I don't want any talk whatsoever of women de- being degraded in any way, then you have the right to do that. Okay. And you have the right to do that. And you have the right between that all the way to you're allowing your husband to cheat on you. Like You can fall anywhere in between those things. It's up to you, whatever you want. Okay. But the the key in all of it is making sure you tell everybody that that's the case. I do not want this. Period. And if you continue to do it, there will be consequences. What's nice is that he's in the military. So he understands the chain of command. He understands the orders. He understands yes. that I have to do something even if I don't want to do it because that's that's my life. So it's good <laughs> that he has that, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's got that background. So good, drill sergeant it into his fucking system. Hey, asshole, stop it. Period. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <You're> like, <Okay. laughs> I'm not gonna treat you. You don't have to treat him like shit, but you have to yeah. tell him you're not going to tolerate it. And if you're going to tolerate, if you're going to these, if he's gonna do it, there will be consequences. Period. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So here, let's. That l- makes all these sense. Yeah. yeah. Here, let, let, let's 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 talk about the checklist now here of everything that you've fucked up on. So there's married the high school sweetheart. Mm-hmm. There's LDR, two separate yes. countries. <laughs> there's uh, you're married to somebody who I don't want to say a seaman because he's not a seaman, right? I mean, seamen are like you know, but he's a soldier, which is about same same fucking thing, where yeah. they're out in the fucking other countries all the time. 
Yes. So I'm sure, I'm sorry to tell you this, Jesse, but I'm sure she's had sex with another woman in those countries. <laughs> I'm almost guaranteeing it. And um, what's my other, what, what else have you fucked up on here? So there's high school sweetheart, LDR early, DR. married early, uh, seaman, but equivalent military guy. Um, is there something else here that you are screwing up on? <laughs> I think those are the, that's the big four. I, yeah, the big four. The big four. <laughs> it doesn't mean you can't be successful and happy. Are you in love with your husband? Yes or no? Oh yes, okay. yes. Good, good, good. Then, then, then uh, don't be as harsh as I told you to be, but mm-hmm. definitely be direct and honest and set your boundaries. That's the most important thing. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I will do that. Thank you. All right, Jesse. Thanks for the call. Good luck. Stay safe. Happy Fourth of July. Um, Make sure when your husband gets back, he gets uh, COVID tested. And, oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, and, and, all of, and all of that. Okay? Okay. Cool. Take care. Happy Thanks. 4th of July, Likewise. too. Likewise. Thank you, Jess. Have a good one. Bye. Bye. We are wrapping it up here today on this uh, Saturday afternoon, evening, wherever you are around the world. Thanks for hanging out uh, with me this weekend. We'll be back for more of the podcast on Tuesday. Uh, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, I would say, would be the next three episodes as we dive deep into this month of July. So, yep. Anyway, I hope you enjoyed the show. Thanks for hanging out. Send me a message. Donate to the program if you can. And I'll see you next time. This has been Good Times with Mo the Podcast, Season 7, Episode number... Oh, God, I forgot already. 62, brought to you by Sharp Philippines. Bye, everybody. Worldwide, it's Good Times with Mo the Podcasts. Have a question? Message Mo on Twitter or Instagram at DJ Mo Twister. Or check out GTWM Podcast on Facebook. GTWM is brought to you by Sharp Philippines.